What's up, everybody? Welcome to a mini episode of Alcoholics. Uh, I'm your host, Terrain Myers. I'm joined by my co-host, Katrina Myers. Katrina, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing good, knowing that tomorrow we get to watch the reunion of Love is Blind. Ooh, I forgot. Oh, shit's gonna hit the fan. Um, so, Super Tuesday was yesterday. We're gonna start doing um, mini-episodes after bigger contests. Um... And this is the biggest of them all. This is the biggest of them all, the grandest of them all. Super Tuesday has come and gone. Well, in California, it is still going on. Um, And our race has changed so much from last Tuesday. Like, I mean, the race is completely different than I feel like the race has just been moving. Like, we obviously had what we, what, like, the, you know, the 2012 Republicans had and. To some uh, to some extent, the 2016 Republicans had, sorry, uh, yeah, 2016 Republicans had, where every couple of weeks there's a new front runner. Like, do you remember? Wait, what was your first thing you said? 2012 Republicans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought you said 2018. I was confused for a second. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Got it. So, so we have like a, we, there is just an ever-changing group of front runners. Uh, and then... And and now that the contests are happening, it the race was looking one way. Us, she's Louise. All right, is that Desmond? It's Charlotte. Is it Charlotte? She's making noise wherever she can. Holy shit! Okay, this is great. Um, anyway, um, I don't even remember what I was gonna. Fu- <laughs> um, so different front runners. Yeah, we it, the the race seems to consistently change. Um, after this super, after you know the first three contests, the race had a pretty. Striking narrative. Um, South Carolina came and blew that narrative up. Mm-hmm. And then Super Tuesday came and it seems like there is a new conclusive narrative that it is a two-person race. Yeah, I mean, we went from an eight-person race last Tuesday to now there are only four people still running. And yeah. two of them are not really relevant. So let's... <laughs> let's... um. <laughs> Let's get into the specific contests um, because we did have uh, specific states that went. Um, so, well, before we do that, let's mention Amy Klobuchar dropped out because last—that's right. It it happened before, like she happened, it happened yeah. the day after we recorded. Yep. Amy Klobuchar dropped out and endorsed uh, Joe Biden. Pete Buttigieg endorsed him. Pete Buttigieg endorsed Joe Biden. At that point, he had dropped out, but not yet had formally endorsed him. Mm-hmm. Um, Pete Buttigieg spoke for uh, Joe Biden along with Beto O'Rourke um, in Texas. Yeah. It uh, looked like just a reunion of <laughs> some people who were like, oh, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, they, they, they all spoke for him in Texas. Um, Amy Klobuchar urged her, uh, urged her supporters to vote for Joe Biden in Minnesota and beyond. Yeah. Um, and it looks like that worked. Um, I mean, you're looking at states that seemed to have been in the, in the lean Sanders column. Uh, we're looking at certain states like Minnesota and Texas for, for one, um, in the lean Sanders column, surprise wins for, well, actually my, my apologies. The Minnesota was in the lean Klobuchar or Sanders column. Right. But I, you, you don't usually think that, you know, one person drops out, all of their supporters go to one specific person. There's usually at least, like, a trickle of 
of support. But it looks like that amount that was given for these candidates was able to propel Joe Biden to a very big Super Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at like 15 contests. Uh, for some reason, they're not showing me American Samoa, but I'll just let you all know. Mike Bloomberg did win that one with 50% of the vote. And Tulsi Gabbard uh, had, I think, believe 29% of that vote. So she also got a delegate from there. Yeah. Um, Sorry, American Samoa. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Joe Biden seems to have packed the punch, winning, I believe, like 10 or 11 of the um, 14 contests, not including American Samoa, um, because we already talked about who won there. Um, So we can kind of go through state by state, and then we're going to kind of talk about it overall. Um, I'm just going to give the results of it, so strap in because it's just going to be a bunch of numbers coming at you. So in Alabama, the uh, race was called for Joe Biden, who at this point has 63% 63 of the vote. Um, Bernie Sanders did meet the delegate threshold, getting 16% so he doesn't leave uh, delegate lists. That's 99% reporting. Arkansas goes to Joe Biden um, at 40% of the vote. Bernie Sanders had 22.4% of the vote, so he also will get delegates. And Michael Bloomberg had 16%, um, so he will also get delegates. That is with 94% reporting. Um, Maine was a surprise win for um, Joe Biden. That that was one that seemed to be a Sanders uh, that seemed to be a Sanders state. Joe Biden wins with 34% of the vote, but essentially is going to split the delegate there because uh, Bernie Sanders had um, 33% of the vote, so it was very very close. Wow. Um, Elizabeth Warren um, has 15.8% of the vote. As of right now, doesn't have any delegates allocated towards her. I believe she should, though, based on the numbers. But Mm -hmm. we'll see. Um, That's with 84% reporting. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, In Massachusetts, the home state of Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth Warren came in third with 21% of the vote. Um, Bernie Sanders came in second with 26.7% of the vote. Joe Biden wins the state with 30, 30, uh, 33.4% of the vote. Um, so you're seeing a, a bigger delegate share go to Biden, but pretty close behind Sanders um, when it comes to delegates. That's with 94% reporting. Um, in Minnesota, Joe Biden gets the win with 38.6% of the vote. Um, Bernie Sanders with a, with roughly 30% of the vote. Elizabeth Warren with 15% of the vote. So they all are going to get some delegates from there. Um North Carolina, uh, big win for Biden, 43% of the vote to um, Bernie Sanders, 24%. No one else reaches 15 um, to get any delegates out of there. Um, Oklahoma, 38% of the vote for Joe Biden. Bernie Sanders with 25%, so he will also get delegates from that um, from that state. Um, no one else reaching that threshold. Um, Tennessee, uh, 41% of the vote goes to uh, Joe Biden. He wins that state. Um, 25% goes to Bernie Sanders, so he'll get delegates. And at this point, it shows that with 100% reporting, Mike Bloomberg has 15.4%, so he should get some of the delegate share there. Um, but again, it doesn't matter because he dropped out as well. We'll get to that a little bit later. Um, Texas, again, seemingly being a Sanders, uh, Sanders was really making a play for Texas. Um, Joe Biden actually comes away with the win there. Uh, 34.7%. Um, Bernie Sanders with 29.7. So only, you know, five, like, you know, single digit points behind, five points behind, um, and was able to get, um, uh, 
a lot of delegates from there. So Biden didn't, you know, no one, no one ran away with the delegates in Texas, which was not what Bernie Sanders wanted. He wanted to, you know, raise the numbers in, in California and in, um, in Texas to try to mount yeah. that delegate lead and have that, like, um, Mike Bloomberg had 14.7%. Uh, Elizabeth Warren had 11.2%. I believe Texas is one that um, some of the most of the delegates are done by the statewide and then there are congressional district delegates. Mm. Um, so Warren and Michael Bloomberg both get one from that state. Okay. Um, Virginia, big win for Joe Biden in Virginia. 53.3% uh, to the Bernie Sanders 23.1 and then Elizabeth Warren had 10.8 but again she got a delegate um Biden with a with a big delegate push there now we're getting into now we're going to get into the the Sanders states um so Bernie Sanders was able to win in Colorado um winning 36% of the vote um Joe Biden next up with 23.6 Michael Bloomberg with 20.5 and Elizabeth Warren with 17.5 uh, three. So, as you can see, he won that state, but a lot of them reached that threshold, so yeah. it's a, a big split for the delegates there. Um, Utah goes, at this point, they called it for um, they called it for Senator Sanders. Now, New York Times has right now 32% reporting. So, wow. more votes going to come in, I, it seems. Um, but as of right now, at this moment, 34.6% um, for Sanders, 17.4% for Biden, 16.7 for Bloomberg, 15.5 uh, for Warren. Um, in Vermont, of course, the favorite son of Vermont, give a shellac into the rest of the field. 50.7% for Bernie Sanders, 22% for Joe Biden, so he does get some delegates from there. Um, and Elizabeth Warren does not. She had 12.6. Um, and then we have California. Now, California is the biggest prize of the day. Um, and, of course, with the biggest of prizes, we will not know the full extent to the Sanders win uh, until maybe two weeks down the line. Mm -hmm. um, they are still counting ballots. Um, people got to do mail-in ballots. So as long as it's postmarked by Super Tuesday, um, they will be counted. So they have to wait for those wow, votes to yeah. come in. That's a long time. Yes, they have to wait for those votes to come in before they can finalize anything. But at this moment, you're looking at um, Bernie Sanders with 33.6%, um, Joe Biden with 24.9%, uh, uh, Mike Bloomberg with 14.3%, Elizabeth Warren with 12 um, So does it, does it even say what percent of the vote that is? 87% reported. Okay. But California is a huge state. And um, a lot more uh, vote is going to uh, come in. And that could shake up how these how these uh, yeah. numbers look. Mm -hmm. Bernie Sanders wants the those uh, incoming to break for him right. big. So he has... Uh, so he can go back on that, you know, front-runner status. Because, well, you know what? Let's, let's be clear. I don't think anyone wants to be the fucking front-runner anymore. <laughs> because it turns out whenever you're the front runner, uh, everyone's coming for you, and it tends to not go so well. Um, if so what's total delegates? Yeah. Thank you. You, delegates, you beat yeah. me to it. Um, total delegates as of right now. Now remember, one thousand nine hundred ninety-one are needed to clinch the nomination. Mm -hmm. uh, Joe Biden at this point has four hundred thirty-three. Bernie Sanders with three hundred eighty-eight. Elizabeth Warren has 36, Pete Buttigieg dropped out, uh, Michael Bloomberg dropped out, Amy Klobuchar dropped out, 
Tulsi Gabbard has one. <laughs> so those others aren't really winning more delegates anytime going through, the, the ones that right. dropped out. And then you also, I think we should do this now. Let's have the horrible conversation we have to have. Elizabeth Warren... Should drop. Bad, okay, I was going to say, bad Super Tuesday showing. Um, just a, a rough night for her. Uh, the her the narrative that she gave that she gives is my campaign is built to last. I'm built to win. I'm built to pick up delegates here and there and show that we can build the broadest of coalitions. We can bridge the gap between the Sanders folk and the Biden folk, and we can bring all of these people together and win the White House. She did not prove that on Super Tuesday. So you say it's it's done so now. Yeah, it it is. I feel like that's just the realistic answer. She's yeah. not gonna. She's not gonna win. <laughs> she, right. She can't win. So. So at this point, like, there's there's no way for her to win without a brokered convention. Right. And that's this, not good for the party. That's very bad for the party. I I agree. Yeah. And I, I I'd say I'd say in the terms of if she were able to you know if she was able to get those uh, delegates to the point where she could still compete with. Um, Biden and Sanders for like close to them. Yeah. And that, then you're that like, yeah, different. that would be very different. And then going forward, you know, if she's able to win states and, and put together a run, that'd be, you know, that's, but that's not what's happening right no. now. What's happening is, though I think truly she is the best person in the race to be president, and I'm super biased, I'm, I'm very aware of that, and I'm, I'm very honest about that. I well, mean, I mean, is it biased when. You looked at all the candidates and said, "I think she's the best." Well, no, no, I, I'm saying, I'm saying in my uh, some. Okay, you're right. Because in my analysis, I'm really not. Like, I, I am very realistic in my analysis for everyone, and in in some regards, I'd say uh, if we're if we're looking at, if we're talking about bias, maybe I did give her too much slack when she said, "You know, my campaign's built to last. I'm built to I'm built to win later. I'm built to like." Like, I, I kind of went, okay, that, that tracks. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, Super Tuesday was that big eye-opener of, oh, shit, no, it didn't do that at all. Well, I had that eye-opener before, and you kept saying, <laughs> she's second in some polls, and so that was where I, your bias was. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, oh, well, I was pointing out, the, well, to be fair, I was pointing out the facts. It just happened to be that facts made me feel good at that point. <laughs> Those facts made me feel good. But... Super Tuesday is is very clear. She is not going to find a path to the nomination. There is none. No. Um, so it's time to decide between two septuagenarians. <laughs> um, <laughs> two old white men. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which one do you want? Like, and and I think we're gonna definitely talk about um, coalition building and. Um, the way we all speak to each other in party unity in the next episode, in yeah. the full one. Uh-huh. Um, but I do want to just kind of touch on that a little bit right now. I'm not, I mean, you don't go on Twitter. I do. And I know that Twitter isn't real life. That's a very important to, a distinction to make. But I'm seeing a lot of demands from the Bernie side of the, of the Democratic Party demanding that Elizabeth Warren uh, drop out, not just drop out, but drop out and endorse Bernie. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to want to ask, do you think... <laughs> uh, 
I, I, I feel like it's hard to kind of dictate that based on the way that, like, some of the same people that are that are demanding these things are the same people that, like, spent X amount of time trashing her for this, that, and the other thing, just really because she was in the race and Sanders is also in the race, right. and there can only well, be one. Well, you were telling me about a post you saw after Buttigieg dropped out, right? That was, like... Um, on the Sanders subreddit. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. That was essentially That had, like, like, instructions to go out and get Buttigieg supporters and also delete any posts you ever made yeah. about how Pete Buttigieg is a rat. But see, so I like, think that... Right? But, That's the but same here's the thing. thing. Here's the thing. The message in the post itself, the message of how to get that go get those supporters, it, it was a good message of how to talk to people. Uh, to, uh, you know, extend your condolences to them. Tell them that it was a it was a hard fought race and and they admire the fact that he was able to do blah 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 and then offer them you know an olive branch offer them a bridge to come into the like that is how you're supposed to do it the problem is you shouldn't have to then go scrub your Twitter account because you were an asshole at one point <laughs> you shouldn't have to do that you should just be a nice individual who should, if you're trying to build a coalition and, and I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna stop after I say this because I'm gonna get on this is gonna be all of like fucking next episode so strap in buckle the fuck up like if you're trying to build a coalition, if you're trying to bring in voters, because Bernie Sanders can't win with just thirty percent, mm-hmm. like he can't win with just thirty percent. He's gonna he's gonna have like a baseline of thirty on a lot of places. He's gotta bring more people in, and he's done that very well with the Latino community. He's done extremely well. The numbers are like bananas. How well he's done. People on his campaign. Uh, have been very good at reaching out and and doing that like like that Latino outreach. He's had great leaders on that, mm-hmm. but <laughs> when your base supporters are just like dicks to everyone, and then you want those people to then back you, it's hard. It's 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 almost impossible. Yeah, and he's not getting the youth vote. Either. Well, here's the thing. They're not coming out. Not if coming if out. they were coming out, they wouldn't they wouldn't be going out for Biden. They'd be going no, out for yeah, Sanders. But they're not. The claim, the major claim of his uh, campaign is, I am going to win by bringing in new people, people who don't vote, young people. I'm going to build this young coalition. I'm going to build this young revolution. He's not getting it done at the ballot box. In fact, if you're looking at like numbers. Virginia had over 08 levels of of primary vote, of primary voters that came out for Joe Biden. Like that's the argument that I hear from a lot of my Sanders supporting friends. Joe Biden's not going to excite anybody. I agree guys, I'm not excited by Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not like and I I think he's not making that claim so it's not like I can't knock Biden for that, though Biden does need to be more exciting, and I'm hoping that you know he shows something. I I think both need to be better. If if one of them is going to be the 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 leader of the party, they have to be better. But you okay? Mm -hmm. Your face just went like nuts. It's Charlotte. Okay. (laughs) Um, I don't know what I was gonna say. Uh, 
I just I, I think that I think that he can't make that claim if he's not doing it. Yeah. And we've had a lot of states for him to do it, mm-hmm. and it's not happening. And the question then becomes, when does this happen? Yeah. And if it doesn't happen, do do you have that claim? Like, we'll find out in the we'll find out in the upcoming states um, if this is something that he can overcome, which he certainly could. He certainly could. He has some of the most charismatic young people working as surrogates for his campaign right now. Mm-hmm. AOC is working for his campaign right now. She's grand at this. And even she recently posted, you know, like, we got to try to get people on our side. And that means coming to them and talking to them in all sorts of organizing spaces. And yes, the internet is an organizing space. You can't treat people like shit. (laughs) Like... I don't know. I think that I think that it's going to be uh, very difficult for them to kind of dig themselves out of where they are now, with the states that are coming up. What do you, What do you think? No, I've, yeah, been, I, I've been I, talking forever. I think at this, with no data to back anything I'm going to say up. Okay. I think Biden's got it at this point. So. Okay. Well, yeah. I will say this. I don't think Biden's got it yeah. because here's one problem. And again, I I think I can make a good case for and against everybody. Um, and with Joe Biden, it's pretty simple. He talks. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when he talks, he doesn't say the things that he wants to say. And it comes out muddled and confusing. He's not a good messenger. Again, the best messenger isn't going to be the fucking nominee. <laughs> so both of them have to become very effective messengers both of them have to speak to a broader coalition of people than they have been speaking to i think that both of them also have to you know like it, it, it's going to get it's going to get nasty cuz it's two people now but it can't get too nasty if they if they yeah. plan on if they plan on bringing the people who are on the one side to the other that's i think that's going to be a huge problem for us i think this is going to be a more divided fight party than 2016. So, because I don't think we learned any lessons. But to be fair, 2008 was brutal. Yeah. Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama seemingly fucking hated each but other. But we had Barack Obama, who was uber charismatic yes. and brought everybody together. Incredibly, incredibly energetic, was able to galvanize a large, huge coalition um, to come and back him, and, and I don't think it. either of our candidates are capable of that. At, at this point, I don't think either of them can get Obama level turnout, but they definitely need to. Yeah, yeah. They definitely need to. Um, but uh, we have so the states that we have coming up next week. Um, we have five or sorry, we have like seven contests coming up next week. We've got Democrats abroad, we've got the Idaho primary, the Michigan primary, the Missouri, Missouri primary, the Mississippi primary, the North Dakota Firehouse caucuses, kill me, and the Washington primary. Did I also say the Dems abroad are voting? Yeah. Okay, good. That was the first thing I said. Yeah. Okay, good. So, you're going to see there are some states in there that are definite um you know uh good good states for for joe biden there are good states for bernie sanders in there as well Mm -hmm. the question really it's going to be um now that it's this many people in the race three maybe two depending on because i saw that elizabeth warren's campaign are assessing um 
it's going to be interesting. Washington. That's going to be a Bernie Sanders state. Yeah. The question is, can Bernie Sanders kind of run up the score there to keep little or no delegates going for Joe Biden? I doubt Because that's an 89 delegate state. I doubt it. Um, we also have the Mississippi primary. That's going to be 36 delegates. That's clearly going to go to Joe. The question is, is he going to be able to get to a level where no delegates go to um, Bernie Sanders? Um, Michigan is going to be the big one there. Uh, Michigan was a surprise win for Bernie Sanders last time. A lot of a lot of polls didn't have him doing that. He was able to get that done, which he needed, um, and it definitely kept his campaign looking looking hot. Um, so, <coughs> excuse me. What do you think um, the race is going to look like potentially after? After next week, Big Tuesday is what we'll call that. I think I've heard that called Big Tuesday uh, after Super Tuesday. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. And don't we shouldn't guess <laughs> who gives a shit. When is the next debate? The 15th? The 15th. Uh, so these so are going to, yeah, these are going to happen. And then um, these are going to happen. The North Mariana Island caucus is going to happen. Oh. And then the debate will happen, followed by four more states, Arizona, Florida, Illinois, and Ohio. Those are very delegate-rich states. Yeah. Um, so Interesting stuff coming. Got a lot of cool stuff coming. Lots of election uh, news coming. Uh, some campaigns are going to be real happy. Some campaigns are going to be real sad. And we'll be real interested in telling you all about it. Um, I guess that's going to do it for us right now, right? Let's uh, call it. We will see you later on this week with a hopefully first time guest. It's going to be fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. And uh, watch this space. We'll see you when we see you. Peace. Cheers. Cheers or whatever. I don't remember any of this.